Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning, and as always, we truly appreciate you taking the time to tune in and listen to our program. Additionally, we want to thank you for all your questions and your comments and the encouragement that you constantly are sending us. Thank you so much. We couldn't do this without you. It's your responses that let us know that we're going in the right direction and that things that you're hearing are actually either helping you in some way or encouraging you, which is what I always hope, that what we talk about will encourage you to continue to study, to develop your relationship with the God of all creation. That is our hope, that you seek and understand who Jesus Christ was, is, and still exists today. Uh, we're not following a, a particular uh, a group or a, a certain uh, charter or some kind of manuscript of someone who has passed away and long been buried. What we are following and, and what we are doing is having a relationship with the God of all creation. And that's one of the most important takeaways from what we discuss and what I share is that you continue to follow in the scriptures, continue to seek out and see if what I'm sharing with you is accurate, is it, if it's in the scriptures. And most importantly, to like today's program, the title of today's program is the purpose of prayer. Uh, which is very important. So, because sometimes we get lost in what the actual purpose of prayer is. But that purpose of prayer is to develop and continue to communicate with the living, breathing God of all creation who has a plan for you. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that the will of God is accomplished in our life. And one of the things that uh, a wonderful scripture in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verse 1, is where the disciples comes to Jesus and they say, Lord, teach us how to pray. And so there must have been some confusion and maybe in them looking at the scribes and the Pharisees and the long prayers and things that they did were really meant for viewing by others. They were not and I can't and don't know, obviously, those scribes and Pharisees' heart. Many of them, I'm sure, were very genuine people and were doing something that had been passed down from them. But it certainly was obvious that they became disconnected from the God of all creation because they did not recognize the fulfillment of all the prophecies that was happening in front of them. So they could distinguish that there was something that the scribes and Pharisees, these early followers of Jesus, could distinguish that there was something different between this man, Jesus Christ, who claimed to be the Son of God, the Messiah, 
and what they saw within the religious leaders of their day. And so one of the things that we have to understand is that prayer isn't a normal part of the natural man. It's not a normal part of the life. We're not born praying. It's not something that is innate within us. Although we hope that as we build our relationship with God, that it does become that way, that it becomes as natural as my prayer is for me, as natural is the breath of life in me, how automatically that happens to sustain me by breathing that my prayer life becomes that same way so that it sustains me in my spiritual life, which is so much more vast and in the end more important than my physical life. And sometimes we have a, a hard time in comprehending that. Now we hear it said that a person's life will suffer if he doesn't pray. But sometimes I question that, really. Um, and not, not to necessarily disagree with it. I think if you're not, uh, praying, your life is going to suffer in some way. But I, but I think what will suffer is the life of the Son of God in Him, in you and I. Because that's what we're reaching out to do. Remember, God created in us this specific area that is for Him to dwell. And we constantly try to fill that uh, uh, longing feeling, that vacant emptiness that we have with everything but what is appropriate and God intended to be there. And what he intended to be there is for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, that holy of holies, which is actually in us, the temple of our body. Yeah, that's what God is going to inhabit, not a physical building, but each and every one of us who is a part of God's bride, a part of his church. And I think that's very, very important to understand that. And so what will suffer, as I was saying, is the life of the Son of God in, in him, in each of us, which is nourished not by food, right? The life that Jesus lives within us is not nourished by any physical food that we have, but is nourished by prayer. Because when a person is born again from above, when we are truly born again, and we have submitted and we have surrendered our life in true rebirth, and God's will is being done in us, the life of the Son of God is born within us. And we can either starve that life or we can nourish that life. And prayer nourishes that life. And so the prayer is the way that the life of God, the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, we can either quench it or we can quench it. And so when we're uh, bringing and praying, um, it's very important. An interesting thing, really our common ideas regarding prayer isn't necessarily found in the New Testament all the time. When we, There are things that talk about how we should do it, obviously, like when the disciples went to Jesus in Luke saying, you know, teach us to pray. And he, he shared with them the wonderful prayer that we call the Lord's Prayer, which is absolutely sustaining, needs to be pondered, needs to be thought through as we speak it, as we share it, as we offer it up to God. 
It needs to become part of us and really understand in its simplicity. It is so simple. But what is being asked for and understood is all that we need to sustain us. It is absolutely incredibly and amazing. And so when we look upon prayer as simply a means of getting things for ourselves, and we are sidetracked by that so often, our comfort, our monetary needs, you know, a new home, this or that, um, you're, lo- you're losing yourself within the prayer. You, you really are. Because what you want accomplished in you is God's will. Because in the Lord's prayer, you're praying for your daily bread. You're praying for your sins to be forgiven. And that daily bread encompasses so many things, not only the physical bread that you eat that sustains your physical body, but the spiritual bread and water of life that comes through Jesus Christ. So important to understand that. And sometimes we're very apologetic and we're indifferent uh, to him. And we can't be that way. And in the reality is we're actually asking him for very uh, few things. When we're focused on the proper prayer of letting God dwell within us and his will being accomplished within us, the prayer is quite simple. Although I don't mean and don't make uh, mean any less of anything when we're praying for others and others' health, and those things are all very important as well. And what we're praying for is God's will to be done in their lives as well. And so the interesting thing and the most important, I think, that, I, that we can take from the Bible is that the biblical purpose of prayer is that we may get to know God himself. That is crucial. Now, what does it say in John 16, the Gospel of John, verse 24? Ask and you will receive. He's saying, ask me. And he also says in another place, you have not because you ask not. And so when we're not asking correctly or when we're asking out of selfishness and not in line with what God's will is, and we ponder and we scratch our head and go, why is my prayer not being answered? Take time to think about what you're asking for. Because he says when you ask in the most appropriate way and within his will, he's going to bless you with what you're asking for. And uses the example of a father and a son requesting uh, some sustenance. And what father is not going to give his son sustenance when he's asked? So much more will your father in heaven do for you. And so he explains to us, Um, that as a child exhibits, what does that child exhibit? A child exhibits this magnificent boldness to ask. And our Lord reminds us, unless you become like little children, this is what he says in Matthew 18, 3, become like those children, innocent, asking and accepting And trusting that the one who says he loves you and has proved it by the death of his son on the cross will give you and sustain you with what you need. Believe it and you will have it. This is Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. Lots more to come. 
God bless you. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 95. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you ever wish you could play your favorite rock and metal riffs? Do you regret putting down that guitar back in the day? Well, now it's not too late. Introducing Fret Zealot, an interactive guitar learning platform that includes an optional light-up LED plan for the fretboard and an app with thousands of songs, hundreds of courses, and all the chords, arpeggio, and timing you need to know. So pull that guitar out from the back of your closet and get rocking with Fret Zealot. Visit fretzealot.com to get started today. That's fretzealot.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 14.50 AM, South Jersey's talk station. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're so happy that you joined us this morning. And if you're just tuning in, this is the second segment of our program today on this fine Saturday morning. Um, if you have any questions about today's program or a program from the past or maybe something that you'd like to hear talk, you know, discussed in the future, please contact me by email at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. That's Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And if you would like a free Bible, I have a nice modern translation that I would love to share with you. No cost, no obligation, free of charge. Please send me your name and your address to Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And I will mail you that Bible free of charge. And I will not use your information for anything other than to get you that Bible. Also, I'd like to share something with you that's happening within our community if you're from this area. Um, there is an old time gospel songs night happening at a Sunday night on October 23rd at Friendship Bible Church. That will really be something, uh, to see. So if you have some free time, uh, I think that'd be a wonderful thing to go out and, uh, check out this old time gospel song night at Friendship Bible Church. And that's out on Ocean Heights Avenue in Egg Harbor Township, 4004 Ocean Heights Avenue. You can actually go online and find their, uh, their site for Friendship Bible Church. And also every Sunday, like many of our congregations around, um, their uh, service is on the Internet in case you're homebound or something. One of the things I want to encourage you, if you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown, is to get yourself into a congregation of believers that can give you support. 
Um, and there's wonderful, wonderful congregations around. I, I don't like to use the church anymore because there is only one church, as I've shared with you many, many times. There is the church that is the bride of Christ. And there are many assemblies in buildings throughout the world that share the gospel. But there is only one church and one bride. But there are many, many congregants in many assemblies throughout the world. So uh, wherever you are close to your home, find a great Bible-believing church that will give you a solid foundation. Um, and their whole uh, idea is they should be leading you to that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The pastors are not to be uh, uh, venerated in a special way. Then we venerate each other. We all have specific jobs. There are some of us who are preachers. There are deacons. There's elders. There's congregants who are teachers. Uh, and, and like I say, we're all on equal plane. Please don't put your hopes in a man who may at some point let you down in some way. What you want to do is trust in God implicitly. Focus on your Savior, Jesus Christ. It's great to go hear great teachers. It's great to listen to wonderful sermons. But remember, the purpose of that sermon is to take your eyes to focus them on the living, breathing Jesus Christ who sits at the right hand of the Father in the heavenlies, waiting for your prayer, waiting for you to reach out and express your love for him and that you want to have his will accomplished in your life. That is so paramount my friends and my brothers and my sisters, for you to reach out and do that. And so again, Sunday night, October 23rd at 6 p.m. at Friendship Bible Church in Egg Harbor Township on Ocean Heights Avenue is the old time gospel song night. And you might want to go on and check out the uh, that uh, particular wonderful assembly of believers whose goal it is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay. And again, thank you for tuning in to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And back to our program today, the purpose of prayer, which is, again, so important in the life of every individual, because that is our communication with our Savior in prayer. That is where we are quiet and honestly opening our hearts to God, to share with him our brokenness, to share with him our questions, to share with him our need. And right now, more than ever in humanity's history, there are more suicides than ever. There is more drug use, child abuse, sex trafficking, murders, crimes, shooting. This is enough to put anyone into a horrible state of mind and have no hope. But I will share with you, brothers and sisters, there is hope. Put your faith in the God of all creation. Reach out to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Reach out to him in prayer. And if tears are necessary, shed those tears. But have an honest conversation in your heart 
with the Savior who has made everything that is. All that exists in creation was made through him, by him, and for him. God bless you, Lord. Amen. So as we become like little children before God, and the reason he tells us that we, we, we don't want to be a stubborn adult who's not going to listen to anybody else, because the Bible says there is a way unto a man, and that way is death. So the the concept that we need to do is understand that we need to submit to God because we've already tried our way and we just constantly run in and make mistakes left and right and left and right. And even if you're the most wealthiest person on earth and you have every material item at your fingertips, there are things in your life and you know it that are plaguing you. I had close friends who were extremely wealthy individuals, but there were things in their lives that would happen with their family members. There are things that life that would happen with their children. And I tell you, honestly, they would have traded all of their wealth, all of their wealth for that child, for that child's betterment, for that child to have not been on drugs, for that child not to have been caught up in such horrendous things that go on around us. So give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Christ. Submit to God's will so that God can fill you with the Holy Spirit that will bring a peace upon you that will surpass all understanding. And even in the midst of the worst trial, even in the midst of the worst situation, God's promises will fill you, strengthen you, guide you, and give you the most important thing that we have in our Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will have hope. We will have hope. And our faith, which leads us and sustains us through the Holy Spirit, will lead us in directions that we not only may be able to begin to feel and experience within ourselves, but each one of us is described as possessing living waters that will flow from us that will begin to help nourish others. And so as we begin to be nourished with the proper nourishment from our Lord and Savior, we then in turn have the ability to share the gospel. That doesn't mean that you and I have the ability to physically change someone's heart. That is what the Holy Spirit does. That is what God does. But he has graced us and blessed us so completely and allowed us to share this seed, the gospel of good news, that can have such an impactful uh, a meaning on someone's life. But make sure as you share that seed that your life is reflecting those things as well. Because the Bible makes it very clear that salt and fresh water cannot come out of the same well. So if you're saying these wonderful things, but your life and your actions reflect something else, you're not being truthful. And you are only going to push someone away from the gospel instead of to endear them to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
And so as we pray and we've become like little children, um, we want to give Jesus Christ the opportunity and the room to work within us. We want to clear out our baggage, all that stuff we carry that is no good. God will work that out of us. We want that out so that we can be filled with goodness, filled with compassion, filled with grace, and most of all, filled with love. Because what is God? That nice, beautiful, short little scripture, God is love. In all things, God is love. And that leads God. God being filled with love is part of every decision that God makes within his power. With every attribute of God, love is there. And that is so important for you to understand because we're so often presented with the God who we're told we're bigots or we're prejudiced. or we're, That's only because the words that we're trying to share when we're talking about sinful things is twisted and said, well, you're a bigot if you say that's a sin. No, we're not. We care and love for that person. So we want that person to have life and have it more abundantly. You know, I just get so much joy out of sharing the gospel week after week. And as I shared with you before, we're more than seven years into this program. And God, I thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name, I thank you so much for this opportunity. And we're going to take a short break. And I just want to remind you, you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we'll be right back after this. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. I'm Karen McHugh. Hurricane Ian made landfall in South Carolina Friday, bringing with it a lot of heavy rain. Thankfully, the rain and those high winds have finally dissipated as Ian has moved further inland in towards the mainland. Uh, but Charleston did take a tough hit. Thankfully, many people here on the on the streets in Charleston said that they feel like they've dodged a bullet, that they've seen worse storms here like Irma in 2017. Fox's Molly Line in Charleston. Meanwhile, in Florida, heavy flooding from Ian has shut down a major interstate Highway. The state's Department of Transportation saying I-75, it is now closed. That's in both directions due to a rising river. This is the Mayaka River. Right under I-75, it has risen. So remember, a lot of the rivers in Florida were either at record flood stage, major flood stage, and so all that runoff continuing to swell these rivers. Fox Weather's Marissa Torres. America is listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Rain from Tropical Rainstorm Ian today. There can be ponding on roadways with a high of 65. Tonight, a bit more rain with a low of 55. A little rain from Tropical Rainstorm Ian tomorrow with a high of 64. And Monday, occasional rain and drizzle with a high 65. I'm AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Again, thank you for tuning in to joining us and joining us this morning. This is the third segment of our Saturday morning here on Saturday Morning with Dan Brown. 
The title of today's program is The Purpose of Prayer. And so often we get misguided or uh, maybe run into some misunderstanding of what we're actually doing with prayer. We talk about prayer a lot because it is essential in the life of the faithful. Prayer is the lifeline of our communication between us and the Creator. And in understanding prayer, so often, you know, prayer can be done in many ways. And it is not about a long wording prayer to sound like you are some type of theologian with the giant words. It is a inner voice from your heart crying out from what your request is to your creator. And sometimes our body cries out with words that are not under, (laughs) there you go, I'm speaking in tongues, that are not understandable in human language. Sometimes our body cries out in that way. And though I am not a person who who speaks in tongues all the time, and, and I I do know that there these things exist and do take place and can happen, as I do believe that there are healings that happen as well. These are things throughout the scriptures, the scriptures that uh, designated God's people and differentiating from the scribes and the Pharisees who tried to cast out demons, who tried to heal people of diseases. But for you to do that, if that's something that you're just seeking, 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 that's wrong. I will tell you now that's wrong. Because if you're seeking, 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 you, you're more than liking seeking on behalf of your own edification. And if the Lord chooses you, and I have met healers, and I have met those that, have, that speak in tongues and tongues of angels for purposes of edification of God's glory, never for an individual's edification. Everything we do is for the glory of God. So when you see something that's happening in a way that is an individual taking credit and edifying themselves, that is not scriptural. I'm sorry, but it is not. And so if you're seeking to be a healer, you can heal with your words. You don't necessarily have to heal with your touch. Notice that word that I said, your touch. It isn't our touch. It is God's. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that can flow through an individual who God chooses to accomplish something on behalf of glorifying God. Always, when Jesus referred to a healing, to a miraculous healing, bringing someone back from the dead, healing the deaf, uh, healing the blind, healing just so many diseases, it was to glorify God. And the apostles were given that ability when their frame of mind was correct. And yet we had people and we see instances where individuals align themselves seeking those gifts. But they weren't seeking those gifts on behalf of glorifying God. They were seeking those gifts to glorify themselves, to elevate themselves. Never do we as believers do anything to elevate ourselves. 
every word, every step, every heartbeat, every request needs to be to glorify our Father who is in heaven. And when our mind is that way, when our desire is that way, then God will choose the gifts that he gives us. And those gifts that he gives us, and all will be given gifts, those gifts are given to glorify God always. Keep that in mind as you seek in prayer. And that's why I'm always saying and and really want to emphasize that when we come to our Father in prayer, we come as little children, just like these little children just exhibit these magnificent boldness to ask. And God says, unless you become like these, he doesn't say he wants you to be, you know, be five years old again, but he wants to have the genuineness the innocence, the trust in him that he will provide and ask God and he will do. Give Christ our Lord the opportunity and the room to work within our lives. Because when a person's at their wit's end, it no longer seems to be cowardly thing to pray, does it? You have so many, I'll never pray. I'm an atheist. I'll never do this. But I can tell you, I have talked with more than one person who was agnostic or atheist over the years. And when there were crucial things that were happening in their lives, not only did they pray, but they asked for prayer. But it's not a cowardly thing to do. In fact, it's the only way we can get in touch with the truth and the reality of God himself. So be yourself before God and present him with your problems. Present him with your issues because he's the one that correct them. He's the one that can provide the strength to lead you through them. And you must trust. And the very things that you've brought you to your wit's end, the very things that made you think about taking your life, the very things that brought you to thinking that you have no value, my brother and sister, you are priceless. God loves you. Bring those things that are beating you up and breaking you into pieces. Present them before your Holy Father who loves you endlessly. Trust in him that he will guide you through. But be careful because as long as you think this is a, a, a evil clicking at your heels, as long as you think that you're self-sufficient, that you do not need to ask God for anything, you will go down a path of darkness and loneliness. And even if there's no other person surrounding you in the world and you reach up to your heavenly father, you are not alone, brother. You are not alone, sister. You are not. You are loved. And I pray weekly, I pray daily for those in nursing homes, for those that feel so alone and left abandoned. You are not alone. And if you can hear me this morning on our program, reach up to your father. Reach out to God and ask in your quiet voice. If your voice doesn't work anywhere anymore and you're struggling to speak in your heart and your mind, pray to your heavenly father to give you peace. 
approach him with humility and humbleness, and he will give you such joy and such relief. You are not alone. To say that prayer changes things is not even close to the truth. And even in saying prayer changes me and then I change things, you're getting there, but it's still not all of that. God has established things so that prayer on the basis of redemption changes the way a person looks at things. Prayer is not a matter of changing things externally, but one of working miracles in your and mine and our brothers and sisters in a person's inner nature. Change has to begin internally, not externally, because you could still be trapped in a loveless marriage. You could still be trapped in something that you can't escape. But when God begins to work with you in the peace, he is going to work from the inside to the outside. So I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, pray. You who have find yourselves, you children who are on the streets with no homes, reach out to your heavenly father. Please, you who are finding yourselves homeless, there is a heavenly home that awaits for you. We had a grandmother who was dropped off at our doorsteps one year outside the front of the mission. Her family abandoned her, just rolled the wheelchair out of the car onto the curb and drove away. This is a heartbreaking story. It's long, but I, I will give you the shortened version. We brought her. She came in and she spoke with the counselors and, and the ladies and came into our program. And she was here for a long, long time. And uh, she said that uh, she was waiting expectantly, not for the home that she knew was here in the physical plane. But she, when she was brought to the mission, she felt that she had already was on her way to the mansion. God rest her soul when he brought her home and embraced her. And you know the joy that she felt from one millisecond of closing her eyes, falling asleep to coming awake in the glory in the arms of the Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do and all that you say. And so I want to encourage you. Reach out to God. Reach out to God in your brokenness and your confusion. Reach out to God in your sorrows. Reach out to the Heavenly Father with all of your questions and his promise. If you ask, he will answer. If you knock, he will open the door. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio. 95.5. We'll be right back after this. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose. Heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. 
Don't miss Talk with a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. What costs less to operate than an electric vehicle? A matte black Mitsubishi. You heard right. Get a brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage ES for less than 18 grand. That's about the price of an EV replacement battery. And your new Mitsubishi gets up to 42 miles per gallon with a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. All for under 18 grand with zero down and zero payments until November. Plus, if you have a job and clear 350 per week, matte black Mitsubishi wants to approve prove you today. You simply can't make a mistake, and you know you want a new car, but you've heard that prices are out of reach, even if you're stuck in a loan or lease? Matt Blatt Mitsubishi wants to get you released. Simply, Matt Blatt Mitsubishi. Unapproved tier one credit, rebates and incentives to dealer. Go to mattblattmitsubishi.com for complete details, plus tax license registration fees. Offers can't be combined. Expires 10 So come in today and get your deal your way. Located right in the heart of Glassboro for over 30 years. Hi, it's Beef from Chickie and Pete's. Check out Chickie and Pete's all-new happy hour every weekday starting at 4 p.m. Enjoy select craft beers, seltzers, and wines for 5 bucks, plus feature cocktails for 7 bucks on our special happy hour food menu. We call it the Bar Board with world-famous crab fries, tasty pretzel nuggets, and get ready, curds aroni With crispy bacon and Dijon cheese sauce, Chickie and Pete's all-new happy hour every weekday starting at 4 p.m. Chickies and Pete's. Hi, it's Pete from Chicken Pete's. College football is back. Come join us for XL College Football Saturdays every Saturday starting at 11 a.m. We have you covered. Ice cold domestic draft personal pitchers for just five bucks. Plus a wing special for you and your crew like no other. 40 classic or bonus Chicken and Pete's award winning wings for just 60 bucks. Choose from buffalo, barbecue, dry rub, or the new kid on the wing block, spicy Thai peanut wings. XL College Football Saturdays only from Chickies and Pete's. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And again, welcome back to our program this morning. This is the fourth and final segment of today's program. It's been a great program. Um, it's very passionate for me. Um, and sometimes heartbreaking in seeing people suffer needlessly uh, when if they would reach out to the Savior, reach out to the God of all creation, and seek him. And so that God can give them a life that he had intended for them from the beginning. And so that's my prayer for each and every one of you that uh, in some way, this program encourages you to continue to your studies, uh, continue to pray, continue to to work on your relationship with the God of all creation. Work on your relationship with Jesus Christ. He is living. He is breathing, sitting at the right hand of the Father, waiting for your prayers. And you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I did want to share with you again, I mentioned earlier in the program, that on October 23rd at 6 p.m. at Friendship Bible Church in Egg Harbor Township on Ocean Heights Avenue, uh, it's down on the end of Ocean Heights towards Summers Point, right before the Summers Point 
uh, overpass uh, near Clayton Storage there. Um, they are having an old-time gospel songs night. And I think that it would really be very, very for refreshing for you. That's a Sunday night. And uh, it's a great group of people there. And so I, I would uh, encourage you to go. There's no charge. Uh, just go and enjoy these wonderful old-time gospel songs. Fill your heart with joy and lift you up and um, get some refreshment and and be with like-minded believers. Or if you're a new person or if you're someone seeking, um, it's great to be with like-minded people who have each other's best interest in heart, you know. Uh, who want to share the gospel of love with all those around them. That's a good place to be. That's a good crowd to be among. Um, and so as we continue with today's program, um, I want to share with you a scripture from John 11. And Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? That's in John 1140. And it's an interesting thing uh, that's happening there that uh, when our faith, the intimacy of our faith is actually tested. And so every time we venture out into our life of faith, um, you'll find something in your circumstances that from a con really from a common sense point of view, uh, it'll flatly contradict your, fla- uh, your faith. You'll say that, that doesn't, that can't be. This doesn't even make sense. But I will tell you, common sense is not faith. And faith is not common sense. Common sense is something that God has given us to hopefully avoid making some foolish pitfalls. But again, it's not to be confused with your faith. Um, and my question to you is, can you trust Jesus Christ where your common sense cannot trust him? Uh, because often we can err in common sense when we reach and try to use common sense on spiritual things. Common sense does not come into play there. Can you venture out with courage on the words of Jesus Christ while the realities of your common sense life continues to shout to you, it's all a lie, or those around you that, that pretend to have common sense? And so when you're on a mountaintop, it's easy to say, oh, yes, I believe that God can do it. But when you've come down from the mountain to the demon-possessed valley of this world and you face the realities that scoff at your mount of transfiguration belief, you want to research some of that. That's in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, 28 through 42. You want to really... Make sure that your faith is is strong and don't waver. Trust God with everything. So every time my theology becomes clear to my own mind, uh, we often recount it. And this happens to me, too. I encounter something that contradicts it. As soon as I say I believe God shall, shall supply all needs and all my needs, the testing of our faith begins, doesn't it? And uh, do, a, do a little research in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Um, then we start to encounter some. I'm saying my theology and my faith is saying in my own mind, uh, God is going to provide all my needs. Hmm. 
And when my strength runs dry and my vision is blinded by some crazy mess around me in the world, the question is, will I endure this trial of my faith victoriously or will I cower back in defeat? And I say, stand strong and trust in God. And faith is tested and faith must be tested because it can only become your intimate possession through conflict. Do you allow your faith in God to lead you through troubled times? Do you do that? And so I ask you, what is challenging your faith at the moment? Is there something in your life that is challenging your faith? Faith, because the test will either prove your faith right or it'll kill it. And so Jesus said this, blessed is he who is not of be, who is not offended because of me. And so we need to trust in God implicitly. Don't we? We need to have just such wonderful faith that leads us through the crisis. And the faith is the knowledge of what is not seen, the trusting of God who we cannot physically see, but we spiritually know he is there and providing a strength because we see what's happening in us internally, inside of us. And so that internal change begins to work on our external situations. It's interesting, isn't it? And as I said, the test is either going to prove our faith to be right or we're going to succumb to it and and give up before we've even gone through it. And so the ultimate thing for us is confidence in Jesus. And so we become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the very end. And if you want to research that, uh, go to the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14. And so we find that believing steadfastly on Christ and everything that challenges you will strengthen your faith instead of breaking your faith. See, it's all in the approach. We can easily give up right at the beginning, right in the beginning. One little rough patch. Oh, my gosh, we're backing up. That's not what we're going to do. And that's not who we're going to be, because as we trust in God, he strengthens us. As we go through the challenge, trusting, as we go through the fire being refined, we are purified because the fire can do two things. It's the same fire, and it's the same light of God. It can either purify us or it consume us. And remember that wickedness and evil shies away from the light. So the more we go towards the light, the more we trust in God, and the more the light grows in us, the less the darkness becomes within us. And that's so important to understand. It is so important to hold on to him. Again, as I said, believing steadfastly on him and everything that challenges, we are going to find that it will strengthen our faith instead of break us. 
See, we're all we're, we're told we're going to break under this. That's the great lie. We're told that we have no value. We're told that we're not loved. We're told that it, it is just an endless world of sin and there is absolutely no hope. You just do everything that you want to do in this life because in the end, you're just dead. And that is the lie of the wicked one. God is alive. Jesus is there. And he is waiting for us to reach out, to begin in prayer, to ask him, Lord, ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Such simple requests in prayer with a pure and contrite heart, I might add. These are the way we approach God humbly surrendering our will for his. It's an amazing life, the life of the faithful. And it is a path. And 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 Jesus talks about a yoke, but it is a not a yoke that it's burdensome. He says his yoke is light because if we were bearing the yoke upon ourselves with our own strength and with our own wits, we would fail and succumb. And that's what we see as people fail around us. They are trying with their own strength and with their own wisdom and failing. But when we rely in faith and trust in God, he promises that perfect love with him casts out all fear. Worry comes from fear. Doubt comes from fear. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. Love your neighbor as yourself. These two things sum up all of the law. And when we present ourselves in this way, this is the way that God will strengthen our faith and will lead us in all things. I want to thank you for listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I pray that you have a blessed rest of the weekend. God bless you all and thank you for listening. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.